So welcome, everybody, to Millennials and Money Cafe, where we create events to empower, inspire, and motivate millennials to love, live, and matter. I'm your host, Marilyn O'Malley, and I coach millennials who are highly sensitive and creative entrepreneurs and professionals who struggle with increasing their wealth, unhealthy relationships, and feel unsafe being seen and heard to stand out with confidence, find healthy and passionate love, and live a turned-on life while manifesting more money without sacrificing themselves. You can find more about me and listen to Millennials and Money Cafe podcasts on my blog at MarilynO'Malley.com, or you can find Millennials and Money Cafe on iTunes. So today I have a really awesome, amazing, adventurous guest, uh, Tom Crawshaw. Is that, did I pronounce that right? Tom? Yeah, you actually got that right. Oh, yay. Thank you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> great. Um, who is known as the adventurepreneur, helping entrepreneurs and business owners face their fears, change their stories, and create abundance in business and life through a transformative adventure experience through his company, The Rise Up Academy. Woohoo! So welcome, Tom. You're perfect for this audience. Thanks, Marilyn. Thanks for that very kind introduction. I'm really glad to be on the show and be able to share some insights and some things. And if, if people listening right now are curious to what Adventurepreneur means and what it's all about, I'm, I'm sure we're going to get into that in, in quite a bit of detail in this conversation. Yeah. I, I think first people like to know, um, you know, how... Well, I guess it's like, no, let's, I'm actually feeling like I want to do it backwards. Let's talk about your business, uh, where you're at now, and then I'd love for you to tell the story how you got there. Yeah, sure. So I'll, I'll give you a snapshot of, of what's going on right now and, and kind of some of the, the big events that have been happening in my life recently. Um, so so we've got the Rise Book Academy, that's one of my companies, and we, we do this experience called the Adventure Breakthrough Experience. and. And it's really just getting getting together a group of entrepreneurs um, who are just really looking for some more fun, more adventure. They want to level up their life and they, they want to be able to conquer some fears and, and use that um, throughout their life to, to get over different fears that, you know, because you can transfer those skills of, you know, understanding how your mind works mm-hmm. in stressful situations. So that's in a nutshell, what I'm doing with the Rise of Academy, very mindset orientated um, for, for entrepreneurs who are just wanting to level up and kick some ass. And <clears throat> so that evolved um, out of another business called PT Mastermind, which is still running, which is still highly successful. And um, that was really, I mean, we can go into my story, but that was my first business that really started to kick some some big figures, you know, we, we, we got to like multiple six figures in the space of four months from um, from like no cash. Um, so that's, that's another little story mm-hmm. we can go into. And so right now, like for me, my life is all about an expression of, of freedom, of being able to travel and go on these adventures and, and push, my, push my limits and transcend my limitations, not just for myself, but for my clients as well. And that's that's really what, you know, my why comes down to, which is, transcending limitation and um i'm just expressing that in various different forms you know in my own personal life with my own personal challenges in terms of 
adventure. You know, I'm a, I'm a rock climber. Um, I've been progressing at that, you know, f- for about a year, which isn't that long. Mm-hmm. But from where I was last year, you know, it's I've come on leaps and bounds. And the same with skydiving, you know, uh, that's something I consciously chose to uh, to explore. And, and I made that happen last year. And again, there's another interesting story about how, how all that came about. But yeah, that's that's where I'm at right now. Just really loving exploring different countries and and doing a lot of rock climbing. And um, so you said freedom. So you really um, are creating freedom for yourself, and then you're helping create freedom from fears and stories and limiting mindsets for your for your clients. Why don't you give us like um, like where do you how do you take this group of people through an event? You know adventure how how do you choose what you're going to do and what are the things so give them a a taste of your of uh what you do with people sure so i mean there's there's an amazing book that really inspired me to really dig deep into this whole adventure sports arena (coughs) excuse me called the rise of superman it's an amazing fascinating book i'm just looking at my bookshelf here it's by Mm. stephen kotler and he talks about this whole thing called the flow state, which a lot of people are familiar with, you know, being in the zone, mm-hmm. uh, being laser focused. And <clears throat> this is a really uh, quite a, an amazing state to be in. And, you know, it begs the question, why aren't we in this state all the time? And it's because we get in our own way. So, you know, and this, this is, this is something that I've experienced um, in my life. And I still, you know, continue to work through different levels and different layers of, 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 um, you know things that I need to work through right and I think mm-hmm. you know everybody is you know you, <laughs> you work on some stuff on one layer whether it's your finances or whether it's you know you, you know the basic stuff and then you can move and transcend to different layers and um, you know each each layer presents a, a different set of cha- um, challenges and opportunities mm-hmm. so really we, we prepare people we give them the tools on how to deal with this fear in these stressful situations to show them the neuroscience of what's actually happening in the brain mm-hmm. when we we are exposed to a particular stimulus that's creating this fight or flight response which mm-hmm. uh, you know people have probably heard that phrase and familiar with yep. <clears throat> so what what can we do in adventure is it brings a few different elements into the equation we've got the novelty we've got challenge and we've got <clears throat> uh, new environments and this whole, you know, this whole combination is a perfect cocktail for um, enhancing our focus, enhancing our attention, um, helping us become more present in the moment, and also improving our learning capacity. Right. So this is actual neuroscience. And <clears throat> so when we when we put people into this environment, um, you know, we have we have no worries. There is no there's no future. There's no thinking about, um, you know, what went on yesterday because you're so in present in the moment. Um, because you're in a new environment and this is what's amazing and even if you're just going hiking in a completely new area that you've never been it's going to make you more present and it's going to propel you um to to really just be fully alive um mm-hmm. that's what that's what i get from being outdoors you know this feeling of with nature and um you know physical activity and you're just in your body um <clears throat> you know it's a, it's a great place to be and you know i said i referenced earlier you know people getting in their own way and that's that's their own thoughts, right? So mm. when we drop into our body, mm-hmm. right, we don't we kind of muffle the noise in our brain, uh, you know, the, the mental chatter, which is generally absent 
or at least subdued when we're in this flow state. So there's all these top level athletes who talk about the reason why they are able to perform and, and improve and break records year on year is because they've been able to find this flow state and find it continuously and consistently in their endeavors. But it, what that means is, you know, they're having to do more extreme things and, um, you know, there's some interesting, <laughs> there's some interesting studies and things to show that we can actually incorporate flow without putting ourselves and our lives in danger. <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> yeah, I would hope so. Well, I think you're, you know, you're, perfect for our audience because one of the things that I I am always I think it's important for people to know the science so that they can counter the fears and um, know the science of the mind and the brain and and how we operate and yeah um, and that they are bigger than their imagined uh, stories and that they have control they they can manage that fight or flight Um, so what I hear is like you're, so, uh, you're, you're uplifting their ability or you're up-leveling their ability to handle, uh, more, what do I want to say? More stimulus in some ways. Um, but at the same time, you're teaching them that they have control over that. It it isn't what's going on around them. It's how they how they're managing it. Yeah, it's like handling uncertainty, right? Uh, As entrepreneurs, this is one of the big things that we have to accept. And, you know, when you're out in it, and the whole whole idea of of taking people out of their current work environment is to put them in somewhere different, is to bring a little small community of like-minded individuals and entrepreneurs together, um, which is going to really help create, create a bond. And it's an experience they will never forget. They'll do things that they never thought were actually possible for them. Mm-hmm. So, and then what happens is they take away the insights and the experiences that, that they've had and it's burned in their memory because it's such a, a powerful emotional experience. So this is, this is another guiding principle. And you know, if people can get their heads around this, it can absolutely dramatically change a life. And this is what's changed my life, right? So, you know, energy in motion is emotion, right? Mm-hmm. And energy either creates or destroys. So the simplest way to explain this is what you vibrate, um, you become. What you vibrate, you manifest. Mm-hmm. So you are what you vibrate. So when we are, you know, every moment of the day, there is a specific emotion going on. And there's emotion behind the words that you speak, emotion behind the thoughts that you think. And this this emotion is basically a vibration, right? A vibration is energy, right? right. And <clears throat> so what happens is when we're in this fearful state, that, that emotion can escalate and get out of control. So, you know, if something bad does happen, then, you know, you, you, you're kind of expecting it. And you, you you probably manifested something like that. You know, there's there's those people that you that you right. probably know who seem to lose everything all the time and seem to knock stuff over and be yes. very clumsy. Yes. If you looked at the language and how they speak to themselves, yeah, chances are they're going to be calling themselves, "I'm so clumsy. I always do this. Right. Oh, that's just me." You know, and they've associated these 
particular beliefs and stories with themselves that attaches a particular emotion and a particular vibration, which manifests what they want. So if you can get a handle on that and actually use that and so how can I move towards my greatest excitement? You know, what, how can I move towards the things that, that make me feel alive? And for me, adventure is, is that thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I don't want to be a business owner, you know, all day, every day, you know, I want my business is being leveraged in a way where I can spend X amount of time on business and then majority of my time out on adventures, training, um, up-leveling my skills, up-leveling my experiences. Um, so <clears throat> if you can get a handle on, all right, what's my current vibration and how can I move towards my highest excitement, my highest vibration? And it is simply by doing the things that you love doing and figuring out a way how you can do more of the thi that thing, right? right. It, it, it all sounds pretty simple, but, <laughs> but you know, because we're, we're experiencing something that's absolutely perfect for us right now in the moment, if we can't accept that, then <clears throat> we, can't, we can't move forward. So we're always going to be presented with some challenges and some uh, opportunities that we can um, choose to overcome or we can choose to stay, you know, where we are. And um, that's mm -hmm. all part of the path. You know, it's not right. a interruption it's not an obstacle you know, it's not a barrier you know you hear a lot of these personal development speakers saying it's smashing through barriers and overcoming obstacles and uh, you know all that stuff it's, it sounds very it's, it's destructive language if you think about it right um when you when you accept that it's just all part of the process right right then, so yeah so tom what what woke you up to this because you you um, I'm sure this has been a journey. So what, what woke you up to start looking and seeking and finding this information and, and within yourself and without, you know, because there's a lot of people that you're talking to that they're going, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that have been, you know, where you and I have been before, but now we're here and we're doing this and we're saying, it's worth it, guys, wake up, come on. You know, this is really like amazing life. And, um, and yet we had to do uh, a lot of work on ourselves. So I'm just wondering from your story, what, what was it that woke you up and, mm. and started this, this journey for you to rise okay. up? Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's a few different uh, major milestones, I would say. Um, if I can share those with you, sure. that would be great. So <clears throat> where it all started, I think for me, at least, where there was some kind of awakening happening, not, not that I knew it myself at the time, but there was something going on um, where I was like, this isn't right. And it was, so I, I've always been in the mindset and the, the belief of, you know, you've got to do well at school, you've got to get good grades, you've got to go to university, get a good degree and get a good job, right? This is the prescribed, um, you know, pursuit of happiness, or if you want the American dream, or, you know, it's just, it's kind of like a societal ideal. And it's broken, it doesn't work, it's, it's flawed um, for most people. So I, I got on this path. And, you know, I guess I would say, fortunately, I, I kind of, came up a lot of resistance and in my first university degree um I was three months in and uh, I was had had thoughts of quitting I was like is this really for me you know am I really going to do this for another three years and am I really going to enjoy the job at the end of it is this really what I want to do 
And I actually went to the school, uh, the, the university psychiatrist, to like, ask if there was something wrong with me that I was doubting myself. Mm. Right? This is how like crazy the conditioning was. Mm. And she was like, "No, it's it's fine. You know, you. I mean, she wasn't very. You know, she was just a you know, psychiatrist, and like, I can't, <laughs> even, can't, even, can't even remember what she said to me. But I made the decision anyway to leave, and you know." I didn't know what to do after that. So I, I made sure that I had something else lined up, another university degree lined up. So, you know, my parents wouldn't be, you know, upset or angry. Mm-hmm. This is how crazy it was. And mm-hmm. so I went to another university and, um, you know, looking back now, this, the reason I think going to the second university was kind of, I was pushing it too far. And, you know, again, three months into that, I actually got brutally stabbed and uh, attacked by three guys and uh, ended up, literally nearly you know bleeding bleeding almost to death on the uh in the middle of the road wow and um so so i was you know luckily well not luckily but a taxi driver came along and he um, managed to uh bring an ambulance and save my life so there i was in the hospital for a month kind of like thinking um you know what what am i really doing here and um that's when I decided to uh to leave that course and um and just went on a bit of a, a, a crazy journey after that in terms of just you know I was still 20 years old at this point at 19 20 so I was I was not I didn't even know what I wanted to do so I just parted for a little bit and and did the student thing and I was a DJ for a little while and and that was all fun and games but I started becoming awake to this higher level knowledge of kind of what I'm talking about right now, but I didn't fully mm-hmm. internalize it. I kind of intellectually understood it, but I wasn't embodying it for, mm-hmm. for many years. And, you know, I got onto the entrepreneurial path probably like around 21 and I'm 26 now. Mm-hmm. And, <clears throat> and it all started from there. I had no idea what I was doing, but I was working in an office job and it was, you know, I'd spent, again, <laughs> it all comes back to this three month. So I was in this office job for three months and I ended up leaving and thinking like, I can do this myself. You know, this is going to be, this is going to be like, I have the skills to do this myself. And I saw the paychecks that were coming in for the company and I was only getting paid like, you know, a fraction of it. I thought, hell, screw this. Uh-huh. And um, left, started my own thing. And, you know, a few years later, <laughs> so, so last year PT Mastermind really took off and uh, some things finally clicked. And I would say it would be down to um, hiring a, a mindset coach and hiring a business coach and really just going all in and, and, you know, finding whatever resources I have and kind of putting everything on the line and, um, and working with somebody who's created those kinds of results that you want. And, and that's really, you know, I've, I've done a lot of trial and error, a lot of um, testing different ideas and, um, not pushing ideas far enough and trying to find what really, you know, what I, I wake up for in the morning. And <clears throat> so, so PT Mastermind really took off last year and we, you know, we grew that massively over the four months, like I mentioned earlier. And, and that allowed me to really start to fully experience what it's like to travel. And, you know, I did 10 countries in the last 14 months and got my skydiving license in Dubai and started climbing like three or four times a week and got into slacklining and, uh, mountaineering and hiking and so it all kind of took off around then and uh, the big shift really was just hiring a coach that's going to help you um, mm. 
mm-hmm. just identify the the patterns that are going on and just give you some tools to work through it. And you know, once you kind of apply something consistently for a little while and you understand to raise your vibration, then things, you know, spontaneous acts start happening. And if you can see those as uh, as gifts to to manifest more of what you want then your life starts to light up and become mm-hmm. magical mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so in, in a in a roundabout way i hope you've kind of taken a few so the big things there was one getting stabbed uh the next thing was <laughs> discovering all this higher knowledge material and like what, what what is this all about like i have no idea how to implement this in my life like i understand it sure but so and then another three years of struggling in the, in businesses that I didn't particularly enjoy, um, almost about to quit. You know, sat in the front of my computer with the job page open. You know, searching for jobs, local jobs, because I could have walked into a mm-hmm. you know, steady wage, as they call it right. over here. <laughs> and uh, I went actually went in for an interview, and I was I just felt so out of place. I just really didn't feel right. So, uh, so that was a big, big moment and uh, hiring a mentor and a coach. Um, and then last year, really just nailing into the mindset stuff and figuring out what's yeah. really going on. And then even now, as we speak, you know, I'm still, I'm going through like major shifts as, as I up level again. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's really where I've, you know, started to uh, fully incorporate and understand that deep knowledge about manifestation and mm-hmm. like the simple principles behind it all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's um, so great. So I think this is really important that you you shared what you did and um, and that you know um, seeing that you you were being guided along the way, although you didn't you you know uh, what do I want to say? Um, you know you don't need to get you don't need to get hurt or anything to, to be able to uprise now. Mm-hmm. What we were talking about is, is, um, you know, having, I, what I see is you had, you had, you kept getting, somehow the universe was keeping you on track. <laughs> was like, no, you're not going down that road. Nope. You're not, you know, you need to think yep. about this. And um, what you're also sharing is that you, you had knowledge, but intellect is different than um, embodying and what I call uppercase knowing, where you are walking the process, you're walking the journey, you're wa- you're you're making choices to shift that mindset, not just know about that I have a mindset. You're you're actually doing the work and applying it, and that's what's creating um, the changes for you. And, mm-hmm. and that you invest it and commit it to yourself, um, which I think a lot of people think, you know, like you were doing it on your own, right, for a while, but you can't, you only know what you know. So, yeah. so you had to reach out to somebody that knew more that could help you um, embody, help you get in that flow, in that zone, in that experience it and, and point out to you what, what was, uh, your stories or what Mm. was limiting you, holding you back it. And, um, and then you've taken off. So I think that you had a great, great story for, for sharing that. And um, I think that's important. What, what are you discovering with the people you're working with? And 
um, and their fears and, you know, what, so your clients and stuff, what's, what's um, some of the big ahas that you've, you've had um, working with them? Mm, yeah, it's interesting. Um, like I'll refer to some of my, my clients from my other business as well, PT Mastermind, because you know, I've coached people for, you know, over a year now um, who, uh, who, who started with me last year. And it's just been incredible to see the growth and, and how, you know, I've always shared mindset advice and uh, information and insights with people, even if they're working with me on a, you know, I'm helping them with the marketing and the lead generation. Because ultimately, you know, if you can get you a ton of leads in your business, right, if you're a fitness professional. Mm-hmm. But are you going to be able to convert those leads? And, you know, we may be talking in like marketing language right now, but it, it all comes down to the fact that do you fully believe in yourself? Do you fully work, you know, value yourself? Are you worthy of the, do you feel worthy of the prices and investments that you offer uh, your clients and your prospects? Because mm-hmm. that right there, is is where people will fall down and it's the same reason why people don't share their own message it's the same reason why people don't express themselves fully is because they're not fully connected with their emotions and they're not fully aware of of the patterns they're running okay Um, so let's stay here because this is really important i i think this is a important thing for people to understand um and um so actually even to so go deep stay here for a little bit and so this is something that you help people do with their marketing so that's part of your your business is helping them build their business into a grow it through their own growth yeah so i mean if you if you're running a business if you're an entrepreneur your life is your business is going to dramatically change as you as you work on your mindset but there are business specific aspects that we do work on as well to help you with your business because I mean, and let me give you an example of what happens on a, on a sales call that I had the other week about two, two weeks ago or so. And, um, you know, this guy, we had a call and, you know, he was pretty happy and we came to an agreement of, you know, what would work for both of us. And he, you know, he had to think about it. Like he said, that was his decision-making process. And, and I honored that. And, so I, I then phoned him back in in a couple of days and we had a conversation and he was like, okay, Tom, yeah, I really don't think this is for me. This is why. This, these are my excuses, basically. And um, so, you know, I could have just left the call then. I could have just backed away. I could have thought, oh, okay, just another, just another no. Uh-huh. And, <clears throat> but there are some people that you know you can help and some people that you know do want to do it but they're a little bit hesitant or they're just making up excuses and this is the exact case we had here of you know just throwing up excuses to try and get off the phone and try and get out of mm-hmm. um having to make an, a commitment which in itself is a scary move yeah <clears throat> you know he was he was talking about well i've got these savings and in 15 years they'll be worth this much and i'm like but this is your business. This is your life. You know, you can you can absolutely create a ridiculous return on your investment if you invest in your business and yourself. Right. So, so what we did on the call, it was I I came to the the point where I was like, listen, what I'm hearing off you right now is you don't fully believe in yourself that you're going to get the results. So no matter who you work with or no matter what training and coaching and and, and programs you go through, you're not going to get the result you want with that level of commitment. So let's just drop the investment. Let's just drop the program for a minute. 
um, <clears throat> and just get you know let's let's just have a real conversation. You know what's what's really holding you back because you're telling me this mm-hmm. and this means this. So is that true? Like, do you believe in yourself mm-hmm. or or don't you? Because mm-hmm. if you fully back yourself and believe in yourself that you're going to get the result and you're going to get the return on investment that you want to get, then investing should be a no-brainer. It's like, right. of course I'm going to invest because I'm, I'm, I'm going to get this result. Like, right. it's, it's kind of like, um, you know, when, you, when you're betting on something and you know the outcome. Right. So if you're fully committed and, you know, you're willing to, to go through the process and, um, and follow – uh, the advice, the insights, the guides, the, the strategies and things that are going to get you there, then you know, based on the, the results that we've got and the principles that we know that work, then right. you're going to get there. That's So this could be sales coaching or it could be life coaching. You know, <laughs> you can look right. at it two ways. Right. Well, and here's the thing is that, that um, you know, what what is the real story that, that you know, most people are, won't commit to themselves um, whether it's going to the gym and being healthy and strong or whether it's to a relationship or whether it's to, to, to making X amount of dollars or whether it's to, um, you know, building their careers, uh, whether it's as an entrepreneur or, or even, you know, climbing the ladder in corporate or whatever, um, if they don't, if they don't think they're worth it. Yeah. If, if they're not, if they're, they're not you, you, good you don't, you don't, you don't get what you want. You get what you're committed to. Yes. So there's a big difference. Yeah, and a lot of times, I it, it it and what we talked about even before too is people don't like to feel uncomfortable. There's this aversion to you know if it's not comfortable, then that means I shouldn't do it, or if I don't want to feel pain. We right, we our mm-hmm. brain runs from pain, like what you you know, you teach the yeah. opposite. No, it's a challenge. Find a solution. You know, there's a solution here. You, you are bigger than that pain or bigger than the, the, the problem that's in front of you. Um, mm. But yeah, teaching people how that, you know, discomfort and actually the brain likes discomfort, you know, right? Doesn't it like novelty and new things? It's stimulating. Yeah. That's that's the, you know, I think people don't understand that. It really likes, the brain loves to be stimulated. Yeah. Um, well, you, you can't grow if you don't change. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's just a fundamental thing. And uh, that's, <laughs> you know, all things in nature are growing and changing. And it's just a part of this universe. And it's... <clears throat> it's one of those guiding principles again, like, mm-hmm. um, and the, and what you mentioned there is like fear and excitement are very, very similar. Yes. Right. So like for, for one person jumping out of a plane, for example, is absolutely terrifying. Mm-hmm. But for someone like a skydiver, like myself, like, don't get me wrong. I still feel fear and I still get you know, quite scared. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not an expert by any means. Um, but, like I'll do it. There's no, there's no question. Mm-hmm. Will I do it or not? I'll still feel the fear and do it anyway, right. um, because I know, you know, I'm, I know I'm safe. I know I can handle my gear, and the gear's solid. And <clears throat> but if um, you, know, you can, and it's how you frame the the fears. It's how you frame your stories. It's like, mm-hmm. um, you know, if, if it's if it's something that you can turn into something you're excited about and turn it into a positive, it's it's going to have a bit more of a better effect. Like. Something that I've been going into a lot recently is conscious languaging and how we refer to ourselves, how we say things, 
Um, you know, just and it's even just little things, right? And responses to people, mm-hmm. you know, saying, getting people saying, well, well, don't do that. Well, that's not that's that's not expressing what you want, mm-hmm. right? And if we want to get what we want and align with that, then we always need to be in that energy and that vibration of what what we want. So, well, we know, have we to be, ask. yeah, we have to be clear about what we want. And uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I do a lot of work. Uh, about childhood programming and that's where a lot of those the languaging and it's it's you know it's it's not only our families it's our cultures our media our our education system our religious systems you know whatever ones you're in we we have all these different influences that are coming in and programming us you know from zero to seven unconsciously um, taking in information, and then we're we're adding on to that as we grow, thinking that that's our truth and that's our story and how people treat us. That that's a reflection of who we are, and it's really just a reflection of how the other person's viewing you, not who you really are. But um, I wanted yeah. to go back a little bit to the fear and excitement. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but I I, I um, you know a lot of people are trained. Um, to feel excitement as fear from when they're little kids for mm. like, you know, like if you're going to go on a roller coaster or something and you're standing there with your parent and they go, are you afraid? You know, are you scared? And they're, so they're feeling all this excitement and they're going, oh, that's what that feeling is. Mm. So a lot of times there's different things that, or, or, you know, other situations that, um, for people, um, I think that's important. What you're sharing is is that you know fear is the other side of excitement. It's just like a thin razor blade. One side's excitement, the other side's fear, and mm. and um, they're so closely related. But we don't. We are not in our bodies feeling the differences. And I think what you what you teach is what I'm hearing is is being in the body and feeling what is exactly going on and feeling your, um, you know, and mastering that, um, you know, being more in the feeling that you're empowered versus dispowered. Yeah. Disempowered. Yeah. And, and that's really where we experience our emotions in the body. Like, you know, we can, you know, we can scan different areas of, of our body and, you know, when we're thinking about something or when we're feeling a certain way and we can figure out, you know, if it's sadness, you know, in the chest, is it, is it anger, which is usually in the head and shoulders. Um, and there's, you know, there's all sorts of different, different ways we can detect the, the emotion that's, that's, that's running through our system right in that moment, you know. And <clears throat> so when we, when we actually drop into our bodies, that's when we can get into that flow state. And I'll give you an example. You know, I, I do a lot of rock climbing and um, some of the walls we climb are pretty high, and <clears throat> even when you roped in, it's it's you know, getting your head around and trusting the gear. And once you get to the, that that level, it's then having that confidence to just take that next step, take the next step, pull the next move. And <clears throat> often, and this happens especially when you start to fatigue and get tired, um, especially with you know with new climbers like myself, we can we can get. And we can psych ourselves out. So we're holding on and we're about mm. to clip in and um, like, oh, I can't hold on. And and you just end up talking yourself out of mm. carrying on, carrying on climbing. Like I've had a situation where I'd, I'd get up a route and then I'd just let go 
on purpose because I couldn't, I didn't think I could get to the next bolt, mm-hmm. which sounds a bit silly, a bit irrational, a bit crazy, and it completely is. But that's what happens when you let your mind take control. And if I just kept mm-hmm. moving and I just kept pulling some moves and, and being in my body and just breathing, mm-hmm. which, you know, I've had multiple experiences of, of that as well, of just finding that flow state and just pulling each move perfectly, you know, it's such an amazing feeling. And once you can, like, experience the contrast, mm-hmm. then you kind of then you start to know exactly mm-hmm. what you need to be doing to move towards that state. And um, it's just experience, it's practice, it's building the skill level, it's building the mm-hmm. um, the confidence level as well. Mm. So, yeah, I've uh, I I go uh, backpacking and um, you know into the woods where there's nobody with my partner, and I have a somehow I ended. Oh, I watched a stupid, not stupid, but I mean. I should never watch animal shows <laughs> that show how they harm people like like Jaws. And then I watched <laughs> the Discovery Channel and there was this thing on bears and how bears are changing in there. And they, you know, they're much, they're less scared of, of people now. And, you know, and it showed this whole thing about what happened with the bears. So, and it used to not bother me, but now when I go back, I'm really scared of bears because I have this vision in my mind of them pulling the tent and, you know, um, (laughs) you know, they're, they're not, they're not afraid of humans. And, um, um, so anyway, when I go back and, and one time we went back and we're way back and nobody's there and, and, um, and my partner says, I'm leaving, I'm going to go get water. And, you know, I'll be back in like 30 minutes. And it's like dusk when the bears would be out. And, and I like had a <laughs> breakdown, you know, it was like, no, please. And I'm, and so anyway, he's like, I'll be, uh, you know, I'll be back. I'm just over there, you know, I'm going and, and I had to allow myself, you know, because I know this stuff of what you're talking about. And so I just let myself feel the fear. I just like cried and felt, and it was just like, you know, having to accept that if a bear came along and killed me, I would die, but I was doing what I loved. <laughs> yeah. And, and that it was worth, you know, it was just like, what's the, what's the big thing? If your life's over, your life's over. You know, it was like, I had to like go through the story and go, you know, the odds are, and, um, and at the same time, I'm ready to die. I'm doing, I'm living the life I love. So, uh, you know, so it was a, a really, but still, every time I go back, I've, I have concerns for the bear, but, but I just go through that same sp- spot, you know, thing like, okay, but I'm doing what I love. Yeah. And, and that's, <clears throat> and that's kind of the, the cycle that some people can get caught up in is this whole because you know when you get a little tick you don't you don't all of a sudden jump into a full-blown anxiety attack what happens is for most people in the day-to-day life um they they tend to the emotion tends to build up over time mm-hmm. you know over a space of minutes hours whatever and <clears throat> so they might start off with a little bit of mild worry yeah when they wake up in the morning like, oh well, i've got this to do i've got this to do i've got this to do oh what about this and oh, I'm going to have to do this, and automatically starting off from a negative perspective. And what can happen over the course of a day, that can increase and get worse and snowball out of control, where they start creating these scenarios, these absolutely absurd mm-hmm. scenarios in the head of what might happen mm-hmm. so that completely 
um, blocks them and, and holds them back and paralyzes them from moving forward and doing anything about it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm going to show you now like a four step process that people can do just to, it's like a, a sort of like a ballpark um, guidepost Yay. formula for, for moving through and evolving your mindset over the long term. So it's called the four A's and <clears throat> I'm sure there's variations of this all around, but um, this is something I learned from a, a dear friend and mentor of mine, Brian Grasso. And uh, it's the following. So <clears throat> the first A is acceptance. So accepting your reality, accepting your current situation, accepting the stories that you hold and being okay with that. Right? Mm-hmm. And it's surprisingly difficult for a lot of people to, uh, to really get to that level. Mm-hmm. You might, and, and again, you might think you're at that level, but experientially and, and um, you're not. Right. You're, so- not, you're not feeling that level. Thinking, thinking about it is different than rather than really feeling it. Yeah. Yeah. Because one, once you fully accept that, you know, everything is as it should be right now, then there is no sort of, uh, you know, you're fully loving yourself and, and your situation unconditionally. So you're not yeah. like seeking something outside of you. And <clears throat> So then we can move up to the next level, which is an awareness. So we can gain an awareness of the stories that are in our life that are holding us back and, and the effects that they're having. And you know, we can even look at the, the benefits and why we've held those stories for so long. And, you know, because obviously there's something we've, we're getting out of it. Otherwise, we wouldn't hold it. You know, we're not, our brain isn't like stupid. Yeah, there's, there's something that we get out of it, right? And so once we gain an awareness, and this really starts with, conscious practice daily uh, you know i i'm a conscious practicer of this multiple times a day you know once in the morning once in the evening and three times during the day of checking in myself how am i feeling mm-hmm. yeah what thoughts are going through my head what's my state like right now what have i been doing and um understanding the negative thoughts and the negative emotions during your day that's the key to it all mm-hmm. um then we move on to the next stage, which is accountability. So once, we, once we're aware of our stories, we then have a simple choice to make. Yeah, in every moment, we're making a choice. And what we can do, once we're aware of the stories, we can then make the choice to change and do something different and move towards our highest excitement in that moment. And then once we do that consistently, something pretty magical happens and it's it's the passive adaptation which is the fourth a so by passive i mean when you're making that choice in the moment that is the action that you're taking and the story will change itself mm-hmm. as you make that choice consistently so, <clears throat> so it's a pretty profound formula and if people can you know listeners can take this on board and even just the first two a's Mm-hmm. really yeah. um to start journaling and like whoa i've got this going on and this is some of the, the language that i'm using and how i'm talking about myself and the thoughts i'm having and you know the habits that i've got that i don't particularly you know think that are supporting my goals you know all that kind of stuff yes yeah, so it's it's like waking up to waking up to um What's running you? What's running your life right now? What's 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 directing your life in the directions that you don't want it to go, so that you can um, have that awareness to change it, 
so that you're moving in the direction you want to go and you're making choices um, naturally that mm-hmm. that serve your highest good and your your um, your desires. Is that correct? Yeah. Yep. And yeah. when, when, when we're in these stories, remember, it's not you. That mm-hmm. story isn't yours. You actually picked that up from somebody else yeah. along the way. It doesn't belong to you, which is why it's causing you the resistance and blocking you from getting what you want. So why why still keep hold of it? You know, it's not it's not yours. Yeah. Which is another interesting sort of thing to yes. sort of realize <laughs> and take on board. It isn't actually yours, like you don't yeah. own it. Right. When you're in when you're in your natural free nature state, which is what I kind of call well, it's what I learned from Brian, it's is that's your natural state, you know, you're present, you're you're calm, you're peaceful, you're um you know, in the flow, in the flow state, and it's, it's, it's our natural state. Yeah. Nothing's, nothing's wrong in the present moment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. When you're there, it's like, without, with, without a story, it's like you're just there. It just is. And, it's, and, it, and it can be incredible. Um, well, Tom, you have shared a lot of information here. So is there anything that, uh, that's really wonderful and can really um it's very informative and i think you're doing incredible uh work and i love that and love that you're doing the work also on yourself and um and continue to do that is there where can people find you and then also is there anything we didn't cover that you really uh would you know, want to put out there right now. Okay, sure. So really best place to, to find me is is Facebook. I use that uh, pretty often. I do post on there quite regularly with videos and content and things. So it's facebook.com forward slash Tom Crawshaw. That's C-R-A-W-S-H-A-W. And um, there'll be my website, which is theriseupacademy.com. And um like there's loads of stuff on there that you can find in adventurebreakthrough.com as well if you're interested in the adventure. Um, I'm just trying to think if there's any last parting words. And you want to um, you want to offer them the mindset hacks? Is that right? Yeah. So if people if people want to want to know more and and get what I call my man- mindset hacks, which is uh, an email that goes out every day, you get a, a free mindset uh, tool for entrepreneurs. Super powerful. I use it every day. Uh, it's the journaling practice that I, I mentioned in this uh, this episode. It'll tell you exactly what to journal, the questions to ask yourself, how it works, and how long you need to be doing it for, and, and what to look out for. So take a look at that. Um, you can go to theriseofacademy.com forward slash mindset dash hacks, and maybe the links will be floating around this page somewhere. If yes, when, when, uh, I'll put all that stuff up on the um, on my blog site and then um it, it um i don't think it'll go on it won't go on itunes but it'll be on the blog so okay awesome and um did we cover all your marketing stuff too um that what you offer the coaching what the coaching you offer is the rise up academy and are you still doing the the pt too yeah um, yeah i mean if, if pts are listening to this fitness professionals we we do have a company that you know takes you from anywhere from um, from next to nothing to a million dollars. We've we've done that with one of our clients from in Australia. He you know, we took him from about twenty grand a month to uh, ninety in uh, just under a year. 
um, which is which is pretty insane. But you know, yeah. we also work with normal normal yeah. fitness professionals who, yeah. you know, want to open their first gym, want to open their second gym. Yeah. Um, really, really effective. And um, yep. so there's PTMastermind.com. And again, if you just connect with me f- through Facebook and drop me a message, I'm I'm always open to having a conversation. And you're in um, London, correct? Just so they know the time difference, like they're not going to expect if they're here in California for you to be talking, um, you know, during our daytime, you're going to be sleeping. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. So I'll, yeah, I'm in the UK. I'm not in London, but I'm in the UK. Okay. Um, So yeah, I'm about currently seven hours ahead, but it's going to move to eight, I'm sure very soon um, somehow, but it always does. (laughs) <laughs> we just went on daylight savings time so that might be the the kicker so we just fell back an hour um okay. this but, week yes d- yesterday right got you so cool. so anyway well thank you so much so um and congratulations to you and and thank you for surviving the that um stabbing that that had to be quite um an affair to to get through and, and, and an adventure yeah. to get through. <laughs> well, yeah, and it's it's interesting the some of the some of the lessons. I guess if, if there's one thing I'll, I'll share with your listeners before I leave, mm-hmm. and um, <clears throat> if there's one lesson I took away from that, it was you know every every day for for the last I was in the hospital for for a month and uh, the last two weeks was just incredibly um, frustrating because I was. I was I felt fine like I was in pain but I felt fine I was like can I just go home and sit in my own bed and it was two weeks uh, I was in the hospital for that they kept me in every day I'd be waiting for the yes and every day they said no for two weeks and it was absolutely horrific and almost like torture you know I was laying in a hospital bed all day just eating the crap food and um, not really seeing many people come through so um, the one thing that I took away from that was, you know, you've got to be able to handle the uncertainty in your life and be okay with it and have, you know, move into more of a faith energy. Mm. And I'm not talking religious or anything. I'm just talking having that knowing, that inner knowing that everything is as it should be and you're on your perfect path and you have the power to create whatever you want. Mm perfect way to end this so thank you everybody you can find this um on our uh on itunes or on my blog at marilynomalley.com thank you so much tom you've been uh, a joy to have on on the show oh, my pleasure marilyn thank you very much <laughs>